From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. The millionaire maker, Hillary Kramer. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. Well, how are you? It's Thursday. Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you. That means it's legal night, and that means that dude right there is right here in the studio with me, uh, Imran Ansari. Hello, Imran. Hey, Kevin. Glad to be on once again. Yeah, and we're glad to be able to uh, get you out of the office, at least for a little while. You've been going like 24-7 with back-to-back cases and stuff, and you've been... You've been busier than a one-legged man in a Heine kicking contest, as my <laughs> as my uncle used to say. Yeah, it's it's been uh, insane, Kevin. But I guess busy is good when you're in the business of of the law, right? That means that there's incoming clients, there's existing clients, and there's just so much work. Uh, but I am happy because this, uh, for me, is not work. Sitting here chatting with you about the law uh, every Thursday night, uh, it's just a pleasure. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy we're doing this. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote my uh, my grandfather again and say uh, it beats the alternative, right? Be- being busy always beats the uh, alternative of not having enough to do. And uh, from that perspective, uh, we are in no less demand for stories tonight than we have in quite some time. But before we get to the uh, the the legal eagle stuff tonight, Imran, did you watch the State of the Union? Kevin, I did. I did. Uh, There's at one point where I tuned out a little because I had to take a call, but for the most part, I did, and it was uh, and, interesting. I I did enjoy uh, the uh, flashing uh, yellow of Kristen uh, Cinema's dress there. <laughs> um, that was yeah. Quite she had something on. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene had something, some yeah. big white thing on. And uh, it, yeah, my 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 bride asked me, goes, "What is this? Uh, Stay the Union prom? Like what's going on?" Um, and you you kind of got that feeling. Something else you got the feeling of. Do you remember, go way back to the first year that uh, Obama was in office, in his very first State of the Union address uh, the following year. So he'd been in there, he'd been there for a year. And he said something about uh, Obamacare because they had gotten that passed. And do you remember when one congressman hollered out from the back, you lie? Remember that? Remember what a scandal that was? And how you know people couldn't believe oh my goodness is one congressman called out the president of the state of the union well man if you thought that was bad what what, what was what yeah. what happened the other night <laughs> because right. it looked well, like know, the looked like the british house of commons in there it, i expected shoes to start flying pretty soon exactly kevin you stole uh, exactly what i was about to say because you know you really got the sense that this was uh, akin to the House of Lords in the UK, where you know for years that's just the tradition of people yelling out, making uh, you know uh, comments, heckling. You got that sense here, and you know you maybe uh, there's a certain tradition and decorum that at the State of the Union here we don't do, and you know sort of you saw the unraveling of that a little. Some people love it, right? They they do find that. Uh, to be, uh, you know, did more akin. people stay awake longer during it? I, I'm thinking the answer is probably yes. I think so. I think it was entertaining to say the least. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how uh, things goes and pan out. Uh, but it was an interesting, uh, uh, you know, state of the union to say the least. Yeah. Well, it, I I found it um, very very kind of interesting from this standpoint. Um, I had said on my other show earlier in the day, I said, look, uh, I, I really think that the president's going to come out and he's going to say that this and this and this and this are all happening and are all true. And and uh, you, you just need to trust him uh, that, uh, you know, everything's good. And then I said, uh, there's going to be you know people that are living the kind of opposite uh, experience of that. And I said, they're going to be asked by the president to basically take his word for it, that things are, you know, the, as he says they are. 
because they're not going to. I mean, eggs are still ten dollars a uh, carton. Uh, you know, gas is still over four bucks in a lot of places. I mean, it's, it's there's just a lot that's still in in effect. And um, I doggone it, if he didn't prove me right, like he just went out there and just was like, oh, the sun is shining, the roses are pushing up through the ground. It soon will be spring. All is well. And uh, when and when he st- when he started saying, oh, they want to sunset Social Security and Medicare, and that whole that whole flap got going. I was like, this is kind of interesting because this is a this is a fairly young Congress. Right. So there's a lot of new people that have been in just in the last two cycles. And I don't know that they're going to sit there and and be polite gentlemen like past generations have been. And they sure weren't putting up with it uh, on uh, Tuesday. Absolutely. But, Kevin, you know, listen, this uh, this is my view. Right. My opinion. And, you know, I'm always maybe I'm, I'm living a pipe dream here in the current state of politics. I'm hoping that. Both sides can come together because what I hate, especially we saw this balloon floating over the United States. You know, the funny, the funny that spirals. didn't make the speech. There was nothing yeah. about that in there. But listen, I, I am a firm believer that our uh, adversaries and enemies across the seas will capitalize on our disunity. So uh, what my message is and I, what I my opinion is that regardless, you know, that 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 house, that room starts working together just a little more uh, and concentrating on the things that are more at issue to Americans, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or an independent, and get things done. Because the more division there is, the, the less things get done there. Um, that's, that's my take. You yeah. Know? I'm somewhat the same. I want things to get done, but I want things to get done that have a good reason for getting done. I don't want just people doing stuff just to say they did stuff. Like, yeah, let's get it done, but let's make sure that what we're putting into place actually works. Right. Um, and from that standpoint, it's been an interesting month and a half, I guess, uh, since McCarthy uh, was was installed. I, I guess he wasn't installed that early. Uh, but the Congress has been seated since, what, January third uh, or fourth or something like that. And yeah. Uh, and, you know, they they're they're working on things. It's uh, some of the uh, committees have started meeting and, you know, we had big hearings that the State of the Union overshadowed. But I think for the last three days, they've been talking to big tech in, in committees. And asking them, you know, like, <clears throat> what were your policies for how you censored people and deplatformed people and kicked them off? And, you know, we're finally going to get some answers to some things that uh, didn't seem like the last Congress was all that interested in. But I'm with you. If 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 they don't if they don't go there and get something done that's for the good of the people, then be ready to send a bunch of them home in 24. Like that's it's a privilege and an honor. To serve the people of your district, it's a privilege and an honor to be accountable to them, to be their representative, to be their mouthpiece in Washington. And if you're going to go down there for your own agenda, get elected a thousand times, be there forever, uh, and never really, uh, you know, produce anything, yeah. uh, I think you should. I think I think your voters have every right to send you packing, and they right. they probably will. We're getting to be a, a society right now where the the patience for this is too thin. We just we're not we're not willing to give them, you know, all kinds of time to get it done anymore. And I guess we don't need to. I mean, you think about the age of smartphone and computers and all the rest of it. Like we should be able to get stuff done. So anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. It was interesting also to see that uh, little interaction with uh, George Santos and uh, Mitt <laughs> Romney. You know, it was a listen. It was a, if anything, it was an entertaining State of the Union address. Talk about two people. I'd be glad if neither one of them showed their face in Republican politics again. <laughs> like, get rid of both of them. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, goodness gracious, that was uncomfortable. But what was more uncomfortable, that uh, over the last couple of days? Or um, did, did you see Jill Biden and, and uh, Cackles Harris's husband? Um, what was that? I, that was that was the weirdest a l- thing. A little smoochy, smoochy. <laughs> it's just, and that that part's not uncommon. I've seen I've seen a little peck on the cheek. You know, oh, it's right. so good to see you. You know, but I've never seen the two go for the mouth, with the lips locked. Like that was just a little bit. I didn't know what to make of that. That was a, that was a little very European. <laughs> well, holding with the theme of the night, right? So the House right. of Lords, a little kissing around. You know, I guess we're covering all the bases. No, no pun intended. <laughs> There you go, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a, that was a way to start legal night. Rounding uh, first, going to second. <laughs> I guess so. Well, you know, you get handsy. There's and maybe Jill Oof. just making up for it. Maybe she maybe she's so tired of the of, of her man sniff doing sniffing all the little girls' hairs and every, when he ever gives him a hug. Like you gotta 
She, she's just lonely. She's lonely and cackles husbands right there. And she's like, okay, yeah, let's kiss. Um, anyway, we're not going down this road the rest of the night. Uh, nope. When we come back, we have actual legal stories to cover, including um, AOC and the Hunter Biden laptop and some of the, uh, uh, well, some of the discussion surrounding it. And uh, the, the, a lot of it has legal implication. We'll talk to Imran and sorry about that as we continue. Plus, Imran's got the Esquire etiquette later tonight. You don't want to miss it. Stay here. It's Legal Nights Radio Night Live, live from New York. Listen to AM970 The Answer on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength of the issuing insurer. If you're over 50 and thinking about retirement, it's vital that you have a protected income flow you can rely on. Not so easy these days. That's why you need the book that could help protect your retirement future. The book, Guarantee Your Retirement, from financial leader JDM Financial, takes all the mystery out of ways an annuity strategy can help safeguard your retirement with their step-by-step method for boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. And today, the book is yours free. Ready to help recession-proof your retirement? This free book can be a roadmap to helping you avoid the uncertainties of the economy that could make your retirement dreams fade. Don't risk losing some of what you've worked a lifetime for. For your free copy of Guarantee Your Retirement from JDM Financial, call now. Call 800-337-8051. That's 800-337-8051. 800-337-8051. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us and always uh, looking forward to get a, a real question answered by one Mike Connors. This week's question comes from Brooklyn. George uh, very simply asks Mike Connors, where is the best place to keep your will? Uh, Mike Connors, what say you? Well, you know, in a safe place, that's the short answer. But I think I know where the question is coming from. Because a lot of times, let's say a husband and wife, they keep their will in a safe deposit box. One of them dies. Banks freeze the box right now. So let's say husband dies. Wife wants to get into the safe deposit box. The bank will freeze it if they know her husband died. And, of course, if their Social Security check goes to that bank, they know he died. And so if you want to get your will out of that box, you've got to get a court order. Now, one of the things I sometimes suggest to, to clients is that they have a child or children open up a safe deposit box, and the parents can be deputy authorized signers. You're playing the odds that the children will survive the parents, but I would say that's usually the best way. You know, that's the way I would do it. Uh, Good advice. And uh, if you've got a question that you would like to have answered by Mike Connors, maybe here on the radio, send those questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. Askmikeconnors at gmail.com. And if you want to talk to him in person, maybe get an appointment set up. Uh, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, and then be listening because Mike answers a lot more of your questions Saturday mornings at 8 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA, and then every Sunday morning starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer, here in New York. Mike Connors, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hugh Hewitt explains his common-sense approach to gun violence. At some point, people are going to connect the dots and realize that gun violence is not driven by the number of guns. Surely there would be less gun violence if uh, all guns vanished. But guns aren't always going to vanish. They're going to be held by people who possess them illegally to begin with. Crime is the problem, not the guns. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6, on AM 970. The Answer. The Eric Metaxas Show, tonight at 11 on AM 970. The Answer. If I should take an ocean, dump myself into the ocean, ain't nobody's business if I do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Hey, 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 how are you? Uh, Thursday, that makes it legal night. And um, I need to I need to do a mea culpa, Imran, before we go on. Uh, because on Tuesday, I repeatedly, in the uh, time slot of this show, said, we're going to carry the State of the Union. Make sure you're listening at 9 o'clock. We're going to listen uh, with you at 9 o'clock. We're going to carry the State of the Union. I said it, I, I don't know, a half million times. And uh, I found out that we were not taking the the State of the Union, and uh, only afterwards. Uh, and then I disappointed a lot of people because I told them we were going to have the State of the Union on AM 970, and then we didn't have it. And uh, <clears throat> Nick and I got called into the big boys' room, and uh, we took our punishment. 
But next time we're going to find out, uh, you know, who who is taking the State of the Union, if we are or not. Uh, but I did want to apologize. For those of you that I misled on Tuesday, I, I'm very sorry about that. And we weren't on last night because of the basketball game. So this is my first chance to say I'm sorry. And I hope that people uh, accept that apology uh, for misleading them and making them stay with our station, even though we didn't have the uh, – and, and what a State of the Union we missed, right? All the, all the shoe throwing and the uh, desk pounding and the rest of it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I forgive right. you, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, I, I have a clean conscience now. All right. So uh, speaking of Washington – um, th- they've started these um, oversight committee hearings uh, with some of the big tech brass. And I know that uh, I think there's more than one committee that's listening to different things related to it right now. And um, I know that uh, one of the committees is actually asking some of the questions of the, uh, the, the, big, the big dogs uh, as to why they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story, which we only found out like uh, last week or the week before that they that that they've confessed to owning it. Um, but we, we did have uh, from different channels some idea of the information that was on there uh, that was released before he took advantage of it. And AOC, who's on one of these committees, got really unhappy. And she said, we could be talking about the cost of prescription drugs or abortion rights or civil rights or voting rights because I, I guess all of those are in danger I, I don't know and then she said but uh, instead we're talking about hunter's half fake laptop story i mean this is an embarrassment now she's gotten a lot of flack for that imran and i think from a legal standpoint um that laptop being real and whatever's evidence is on that hard drive i think that's a legit uh, issue don't you no, absolutely. And I think you lose credibility if you start railing against something uh, when if it was the, you know, on the other shoe or the other foot, whatever uh, the, uh, the phrase is, it's escaping right now. You would be doing just the same thing, uh, if not more. And, you know, you don't want to lose credibility by criticizing uh, an investigation or an area of uh, query uh, in the Congress uh, if it would be. You know, you would be looking for that if it was on the the other side of the aisle, so to say. And I think that's that's very critical. And as a politician, <clears throat> you you can't do that. <clears throat> Excuse me, Kevin. Uh, if you're going to do that, then you're going to start losing credibility. And I think AOC by railing against the, uh, what what you just described and trying to point to other things that that she thinks should be more on the agenda, uh, you're going to lose credibility. I think that if we're going to gain the trust of the the American people again. If you are going to uh, show that you don't have an agenda and you want full uh, and thorough investigations, no matter what party affiliation you are in, then you can't do that. And I think for the Democratic Party, you got to start doing an internal check, right? And start saying, wait, you know, stand back because, you know, when when we start looking for things uh, on the other side, what what sort of credibility are we going to have if you are not going to be inviting, if not supporting investigations into, uh, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop or whether if Twitter suppressed uh, the New York Post in terms of reporting? You know, you got to do that and you got to be real. You know, listen, from a legal standpoint. Uh, looking at that, you know, that sort of uh, investigation, the New York Post and whether the Twitter suppressed free speech, you know, that's something that needs to come out, needs to be fleshed out. And we know, Kevin, that Twitter themselves have sort of fallen on their sword and said it was a mistake in hindsight yeah. uh, to suppress that. Which, I, you know, I give them credit Post. for, uh, you know, that's they deserve credit for saying it, even if it's, you know, just recently that they've said it. But I think that one of the things that, to prove your point, of everything you just said, I agree with. But to prove it, take Hunter Biden's name off the laptop and put Donald Trump Jr. on the story. And there was evidence, potential evidence, that he had sex with an underage cousin. There's financial dealings that are, you know, questionable at minimum. There, there may be the use of classified information from documents that, I don't know, somehow they ended yeah. up at the house somewhere. If that, if all of that happened and, and the guys that owned the, the laptop was Donald Trump, what, do you think AOC would be going, oh, well, we got to talk about voting rights. Voting rights are at stake. we got to talk about voting rights. No, not no, at I all. I think she'd be, throwing the, right. she'd be throwing the machete at, at Trump. 
Yeah, and Ke- listen, Kevin, you know me uh, from my appearances on your, your radio show. The, the listeners know me, if we're, that they've listened to uh, Thursday night, and they know that I am someone who is going to be someone who's going to call out both sides, right? Yep. I'm yep. not going to hold back because maybe that's my role uh, in this sort of quasi, in this legal night, the quasi-objective uh, Judgeship, so to say, on Radio Night Live. Yeah, but yeah, like, no, no, no. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call both out, both, uh, both sides out, no matter what. Uh, and if you're gonna criticize and and critique on one side, you're gonna have to leave yourself open for uh, investigations, whether it be by the DOJ or by Congress, and inquiries into things such as Hunter Biden's laptop, and if there's anything which is unto do on there. And by criticizing that just because it's Hunter Biden, then you're going to lose credibility, not only as a politician, in my opinion, uh, but also, you know, to the American public at large uh, and also to someone who is should be there, not only writing the law, but also supporting inquiries. If there is a possibility, there is some crim- criminality at stake. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it is a some sort of weird cohesion with uh, big tech because. Um, and Judge Janine asked this on the five the other day, <clears throat> but wh- why why wouldn't instead of Twitter just coming out and just saying no, it's it's uh, it's misinformation and we're just, we're just slamming it down, boom, it's done. You right. mention it, you're off. Instead of doing that, why wouldn't they have at least attempted to verify the documents that were were available that the New York Post and Miranda Devine and a handful of people uh, made public, like. I, to me, you don't lose anything if you just try to get the facts straight. And instead, you go around shutting everybody down that's the opposite of you. That's a bad look. And and it doesn't surprise me that Twitter's in the trouble that it's in. I mean, Elon seems to be, turn, you know, riding the ship somewhat. But at the time, <laughs> and, you know, it, that was that was a very strong message that, you know, we the big, powerful, big tech, we're going to we're going to bully you if you disagree with us and we have the power to do it. Yeah, Kevin, well, we can see that they're being called to the mat on that. And there's admissions, right? An admission, uh, what we got, you know, that it was a mistake, that is uh, very telling. Uh, And I'm hoping, because now we live in this technology age where people are not getting their news, their public information, their, uh, you know, what they're relying on to make their opinions and their judgments as to what is happening in this country from, say, the nightly news on, you know, the major networks or the cable networks, right? Um, they're getting it from Twitter. They are getting it from all these online platforms. That is the way the world is evolving in terms of how information is reaching the public. And there needs to be accountability and the same accountability uh, that would be had when free speech is being suppressed on those platforms. How do we do it? I think that we are working our way through it. The, what is happening in Congress and that hearing is one example of how we are working our way through it. But we cannot degrade the First Amendment and the right to free speech. And we can't let big tech uh, sort of bully uh, and, and really throw their weight around in doing so. If, in fact, this is now going to be a new media or medium where people are going to get their information, whether it be in this country or abroad. Yeah, and it certainly appears to be that many people are. And speaking of the China balloon and all the spying they were doing, some people are getting their news off TikTok, which, you know, China has like a little camera into 100 million people's lives with that thing. Uh, Anyway, uh, when we come back, we've got more big stories to talk about. And uh, coming up, of course, Imran will have his uh, Esquire etiquette before we're done. So you want to stick around. It's Legal Night at Radio Night Live. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. United States says the China balloon was part of a huge military-linked aerial spy program. The Biden administration says the China balloon shot down by the U.S. last weekend was equipped to collect intelligence signals. And officials say it was part of a spy program that has targeted more than 40 countries. Backing up its claim, the administration cited imagery of the balloon from American U-2 spy planes. The U.S. is making public these details in response to Beijing's denials of wrongdoing and accusations that the U.S. is engaging in information warfare. Greg Clugston, 
the White House. Earthquakes killing more than 19,000 people in Turkey and Syria. Rescue efforts continue. And SRN News joining forces with food for the poor to rush emergency relief supplies to victims of the earthquakes. More information at srnnews.com. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in today for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes at Jackson Hewitt. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for an extraordinary travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year, maybe a highlight of your life. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel this October for the Stand with Israel tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to register or call 855-565-5519. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message is sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800 651 0798. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice. Fighting for you. We aren't mainstream news. We are the truth. AM 970. The answer. And now, back to Radio Night Live from New York. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, it's legal night, and we're going to get back to the legal stories in just a second. But, Imran, some breaking news here. This yeah, is big. No. This is really big. Um, for- coming up, you know, this Sunday is the big game. And the network that always has the game always gets a, an interview with the president. Uh, so if it's CBS, CBS News has one. If it's NBC, you know, you know that normally goes down. Fox is the host of the big game. And as of this very moment, it's been revealed that the White House has not agreed to do an interview hmm. with Fox Broadcasting Super Bowl Sunday. This would break a tradition, I think, that's at least 20 years old. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. But anyway, breaking news it tonight. Is- that's the latest. Yeah, that's a little crazy, Kevin. I mean, come on, though. You know, I mean, like, just uh, that should be no reason so why not to confirm the questions. It's not a big yeah, deal, right? It's gonna. You, I think he's. I think he's afraid of who may be the question asker is. Because uh, I don't, Kevin, but I I don't think this. Fox I, I, would put Tucker on there. But well, I, you know, you get someone yeah. like Harris Faulkner, and she's still going to be really 
a really good question asker, but yeah, I don't know. But I, I got to say this, Kevin. This is my opinion. Again, please don't politicize the freaking Super Bowl. Come on. Can't we just eat our wings, dip it in blue cheese, have a few slices of pizza and beers, and not have to think about politics, right? And I, I, I'm saying this just for, for a moment. And I'm talking about from a lawyer to talking to you. We talk about politics. It's infused in our uh, what we do, both you and I, right, yep. uh, speaking about the law. But I'm just saying, for me, this is, again, my opinion. I want to watch the Super Bowl. I want to eat pizza, dip some wings in blue cheese, drink some beers, watch some silly commercials during the breaks, and not think about just for that t- amount of time. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I want I want the Eagles to die. Die Eagles die. <laughs> um, anyway, so that that's a bit of breaking news, and it would break of like a two decade long tradition um, that usually the president sits down with the network that's hosting it, and it's there. It's never a hardball interview. It's always you know. Mr. Right. President, thank you for being here. Who are you pulling for? You know, like it's it's never. So anyway, right. kind of sad and, to and, see that happen. When I say that, Kevin, I'm also talking. Listen, for the administration to just you know lighten up a little, right? Like yeah. and and sit down for that interview. Do, you know, don't break with tradition. Don't think about the network or who's going to be asking the questions. Allow it to happen. I mean, everyone is so uh, you know on edge, and I think we're doing ourselves a, a huge disservice in many ways. We need to back away from that. Uh, and we are polarized like no other time, perhaps in history, or but except the Civil War, you know. And and we really need to think about what gets things done, right? Yep. And I'm talking about everyone. I couldn't That's agree more. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, so there's a there's a there's a circuit court that um, has expressed some feelings about a, uh, a case that has been brought before it. It's in the Fifth Circuit. And it has to do with firearms. Imran, give us the details. Yeah, so, you know, there is, uh, in light of the Supreme Court ruling uh, regarding gun regulation, you know, there's been a lot of uh, state laws that have been in flux, if you will. Uh, And, you know, also felony laws. And one of these, uh, you know, coming to light is this uh, decades-old law, uh, which, you know, if you are facing a felony indictment, um, you cannot own a firearm that is something uh, that which or, or buying a new firearm that is something which is uh, has been on the books for a while. But now you hear about this uh, U.S. Court of Appeals panel, which are you know seeing they're skeptical about a, a prosecutor uh, in Texas who is seeking to revive a conviction uh, which was obtained in the lower court. Uh, under that law, which bars people who are under indictment from purchasing guns, there's some skeptical, uh, you know, people on the appeals court who are now looking at this uh, based on that Supreme Court ruling uh, and wondering if this is going to survive. Again, Kevin, you know, my opinion here is that I don't want someone who is facing felonies, and I am a supporter. Listen, I, the Second Amendment is something which uh, is on the books. I, you know, it's there. You know, it, it, you, are you going to disturb that? I think that now the Supreme Court has spoken pretty uh, clearly on that. But my opinion is that if you're uh, under indictment for a felony, and I'm speaking also as a former prosecutor, I don't necessarily want you buying or purchasing new guns. That's my opinion. I will say, and we can cover more of this when we get back from the break because we, we spent a lot of time on the breaking news, but I will say that... I understand the difference between in, b- between being indicted and being convicted, um, but I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing when you're dealing with people who are under indictment, at least to have a temporary uh, suspension of their uh, ability to do that, and and for good reasons. And I'm a Second Amendment guy. I I own guns. I carry guns. I want guns to be around, but I don't want them in felons' hands. We'll we'll talk more when we come back. Stay with us. Many doctors and specialists recommend eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables because they are scientifically proven to provide your body with numerous benefits. Inside each fruit and vegetable are thousands of nutrients known as phytochemicals. They help to keep your cells strong and healthy. For years, scientists have isolated certain phytochemicals, creating artificial vitamins. But phytochemicals need to work together, and isolating them can have harmful effects. Only by eating whole fruits and vegetables can you 
get all the phytochemicals working together in harmony. At Balance of Nature, we understand this. That is why we use whole, natural produce in our products, providing your body with all the nutrition it needs on a daily basis. See why people all across the world are taking Balance of Nature by going to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code ANSWER. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Kelly and Alea, rely on us to provide what's best for them. And naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog. I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to RUFFgreens.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Dennis Prager sees no opposing views from the left. How you think matters to the left. I have been asked if I believe that the last election was honest. I say I don't know. That is as bad as engaging in treason to the left. You may not think contrary to how they think. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970, The Answer. Well, we have been talking so much about Plaza College and their court reporting program, and the response has been overwhelming. So Plaza College now wants us to tell you a little bit more. They have been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. Our hosts, tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. You can't sleep, you can't eat, there's no doubt you're in deep. Radio Night Live from New York, here's Kevin McCullough. He's Imran, I'm Kevin, it's Legal Night, and we've got a lot uh, yet to get to. Um, We were talking just before the break, though, of this Fifth Circuit and kind of their skepticism of uh, a ban on gun purchases by people facing felonies. Now, Imran, many people that... uh, profess to be Second Amendment folks are um, probably, you know, saying tonight, well, there's a difference in a felony who's been found guilty of the crime and simply being indicted for the crime. And you would right. agree with that as a as a as a defense counsel. Um, Absolutely. Listen, a, a conviction is one thing. Right. And a, a, a being an arre- uh, facing an arrest or being arrested or being under indictment before a conviction is a total other thing. That is the uh, essence of our, our justice system. But and maybe my, I am right. And maybe I'm going out on a limb. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, uh, but but th- you know, a even a, an indictment. Uh, an indictment is a grand jury being convened, finding at least enough evidence to charge an individual with a felony. It's not a conviction. But it means something, Kevin, and I think that if you are going to find that an indicted individual loses their right to purchase a firearm, at least for a finite amount of time, and if, listen, if that indictment is tossed, if they are acquitted uh, or, or a plea is entered where they are able to get certain rights back, 
that that's another thing, right? But I I don't think it's overreaching uh, if you're going to limit an individual who is under indictment. That indictment may be for uh, a firearm uh, crime. It may be for an attempted murder or a murder. You're, you know, you're going to limit that person from purchasing a new firearm if they are released and not incarcerated. I don't listen. I don't think that's overreaching. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of of the same mind. And here's my here's my here's the line that I draw. To your point, the grand jury, while it's not a final judgment on the case, far from it. But it, there, there has to be what's called the preponderance, right? Enough enough there on the table to say eh, it looks like he needs to be charged with this. To to your other point, when you go through the process, if the process is working properly, and I think it works better in America than anywhere else. But if, if it works, that person's going to have their day in court, and they're going to have the opportunity to say, I didn't do this. Here's my evidence. And, you know, I, I, can, def- I can defend and state who I am and why I am. It's not a permanent injunction on their right to purchase a gun. It's just for the period of time in which they are having to basically answer for actions that were at least questionable enough to get them dragged into court to begin with. Right. And if they do get convicted... We've saved society from somebody that shouldn't be purchasing guns, uh, and then once they have the felony, then they don't get to have them anymore. And I'm as a sec, I'm as pro Second Amendment as you can be. I'm fine with that. You, I don't think all rights. I think the rights are divine, is given to us by God. But I don't think all of them get to stay. And I think that is totally dependent upon our actions. I don't think felons should have the right to vote. I think I don't. There's things about making choices when you make certain choices you're exchanging your freedoms for the freedom to make that choice and so if you say to yourself well i'm going to go in and i'm going to rob this bank or i'm going to rape this woman or i'm going to murder these people you are you already are aware in your conscience and, and should be by by law as well that that's a bad thing to do and if you do it the society has a greater obligation to keep you from being able to do it again than you do to have your freedoms back and I think from a public safety standpoint, that's the way it has to be. I don't mind, while an indictment is in process, saying someone can't buy new stuff. In fact, if somebody was under indictment, they went down to the gun shop, got themselves you know, the biggest bazooka they could find and, and you know, 80 rounds for it, I would have some concerns about that. You know, they may be having a bad reaction to the indictment. Right. No, absolutely, Kevin. Listen, and this, is a, this isn't a law that was passed under a administration, a liberal administration or anything like that. It's a decades-old law that has really survived DOJ after DOJ after DOJ under various presidents, Republican and uh, Democrat. And I understand, listen, we are now facing and we are under a new law or a new ruling from the Supreme Court, which dials back some gun regulations. And in many ways, a lot of people see that as a benefit uh, in certain circumstances, and it could be, and yes, but in certain circumstances, you have to look at the application, right? And whether it's truly unconstitutional or if there's the discretion to say if there is an indictment, if someone is facing uh, you know, a, an indictment, particularly so for a violent crime, whether their right to go purchase a new firearm um, is going to be – uh, limited in some way, if that's really going to be unconstitutional or if that's discretion based on a change or new circumstance, and that would be that indictment. And I would say for the benefit and safety of the public uh, that that's not an unreasonable law to say that a person under indictment um, can now be limited in terms of their ability to own or purchase a new firearm. I think that's something that you're going to trade in. And if you prevail and you, the, you know you you are acquitted on a, of a crime, or again if you plead guilty to it, and under a condition of that plea, then you're, you're you get those rights back. That's one thing. But then you know we I'm a law and order sort of guy. I'm a former prosecutor, and yes, I'm in a defense firm. But I still have never lost that law and order uh, mindset. And although I am very, uh, you know, a, a, a 
the biggest proponent of the Constitution. I have taken oaths as a prosecutor, as an attorney, to uphold the Constitution. Uh, I do believe that, that you got to just think, and sometimes common sense needs to prevail. And if someone is has committed a crime or even is an, under indictment and a grand jury has found enough evidence uh, to indict a person for a crime, then, you know, it's a give and take. And a firearm, something that could be used to take a life, that's something you could give up or should be given up. Uh, for a time period until that is adjudicated. Yep, no argument with me on that. So we've, we're in agreement there. Hey, one last quick story before we take our last break. Oregon is considering lifting uh, residency requirements for people that want to uh, commit euthanasia. And um, I can't imagine why they would want to do that unless they plan on instituting some sort of euthanasia tourism where they attract people in. They don't go home, but they, they come there, and they spend their last dollars there, and then they don't go home. That's kind of creepy, but that's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, what a morbid sort of thought process there, right? You know, I mean, death tourism should not be something that uh, is is promoted or... or well, they couldn't, no, they I, couldn't become the, uh, the, the, the drive-to abortion state because California already took that from them. So I guess this was all they had left was uh, just the old people. Um, anyway, uh, he's Imran. I'm Kevin. When we come back, enough of this nonsense. Uh, he's got your Esquire etiquette for the night, and uh, we are so happy that you're with us. Stay here. Mike Lendell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800 651 Jersey Central Power and Light has these tips to help you use your electronics more efficiently. Screensavers don't save energy. When not using a computer, put it in sleep mode or shut it down. Be sure not to overload or link your power strips. And look for the Energy Star logo when buying new appliances and electronics. For more energy efficiency tips and ways to save, visit jcp-l.com. This message sponsored by JCP&L and aired in cooperation with the New Jersey Broadcasters Association and this station. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. 
Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. I can't believe the whole hour has gone by. Here we are at the final segment, final few minutes. And uh, Imran, it's time for Esquire Etiquette. Yeah, Kevin, Esquire etiquette, as always, I'm going to try to bounce this off something that we spoke about uh, today, and that would be we talked about gun ownership, uh, and I'm going to say how important it is to understand your gun laws, particularly when you are traveling from state to state. Uh, When you go from state to state, cross cross, uh, state lines, each state has their own gun laws, and you may be lawfully carrying your firearm in your home state, Uh, or the state that you reside and when you cross that border into another state you could easily be breaking the law and that has caused problems for many of our clients that we have represented who totally and innocently have transported a firearm into the state of new york uh from their home state without any intent to use it unlawfully and they find themselves in a jam so it is so important i tell this to our clients who find themselves in this jam and retain our firm uh, in New York to to, uh, represent them and get them out of the jam that they're in because they have brought in a lawfully owned firearm into the state against the, the law here. Um, know your gun laws. Know uh, what you have to do. And, you know, if you are traveling, it may be better just to leave that firearm that you lawfully own at home because you're not going to uh, possibly run into some uh, issues uh, in another state, including when there is city laws that may be uh, restricting firearm uh, ownership or bringing a firearm into certain areas of it, even a city, which we have heard about even in uh, you know here in New York around Times Square. So just be careful. You're a lawful owner of a firearm, but respect the laws of another state just so you don't get yourself in a jam. And have Imran's number, just in case you do. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) ABK Law. Look them up. uh, Visit them on the web. They have a killer Instagram account, by the way. Uh, which, uh, you know, if you're looking into good Instagram, that's uh, that's where you find it for the legal side. Imran, great show tonight. Thank you for being here. Kevin, thank you for having me, as always, and looking forward to next week. You got it. Uh, Tomorrow night, it's Friday. That means we're going to have some fun, maybe some food, talk about uh, all the good things to do in the city for the weekend. Uh, Might even include Broadway. And then on Saturday night at 9 p.m., please join me on the Salem News Channel for the fourth installment of That Kevin Show. It's uh, TV. It's funny. It's fun. You should be there. SNC.TV to see it. Absolutely free. Also downloadable on any app device, Apple TV, Roku, you name it, uh, it's there. Salem News Channel, uh, the antidote to the mainstream media, as it is uh, so cleverly titled. I'm Kevin McCullough saying have a good night. Discover that I am the lover who's meant for you, and I'll be true. So what's the good of scheming? I know I must be dreaming and I don't stand the ghost of a chance with you